Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the end, it's all a question of... Hey there, welcome to The Sportive. It's episode 23 this week, and hopefully we'll manage to record more than 11 minutes at a time like we did last week. It's We're making everyone involved with this podcast proud with our technical ability, really. Uh, Stu's in the studio this week. It's the return of the sports buddies! All four of us are here! It's been like six weeks! The sports buddies! We're back! The sports buddies? Yes. Hey guys! Hey guys, sports buddies! Stu got stuck on 694 on the way here, but now he's got a beer and he I've already crushed an entire Surly Bender in the five minutes I've been in John's house because the uh, from 694, right where 694 and 94 split, all the way to 35W, which is where you got to exit for uh, John's house, uh, it's just a crawl. It's, I, I, I was in tears. It was, it was not good. So uh, complaining about Minnesota road construction is... Uh, you know, a trope that's really tired, but... Yeah, we should get to the heat and the mosquitoes pretty soon. Yeah, I ran right the fuck into it tonight, and it just killed me, so... I call it a pastime more than a trope. I don't think it's tired. Yeah, fuck, it's good. It's good. It's good. Get it out of your system. Yeah, and and if we don't talk about that, then we might have to talk about our feelings or something, and nobody wants that. Uh, Sports buddies. So, uh, you probably heard both of them already, but Clarence is on the line as well. What's up, fuckers? And <laughs> the best part about Clarence is that we can see him on the video, but he can't see us, so he's just sort of staring off into space. It's like trying to talk to your dad when you were a kid and he was watching the game or something. <laughs> so he, and you know he wasn't paying any attention to you. Um, and Brandon is back this week as well. Yoda Spee. He's all the way from the Wang-shaped building in Dallas, I think we established last week on Twitter. We had no idea that you lived in a building shaped like male genitalia. Once I saw it, I knew I had to be inside it. <laughs> do you know what building I'm? So on Twitter, knows, I mentioned. Yes. Do you know what building I'm talking about? Or I actually have no idea. Oh come on, you in, do know. What on the skyline of Dallas? There's this building that looks just like a wiener, like exactly like a wiener. Just like a, oh, is it the one with like like a but a slightly oversized head? Yes. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like a little green, you know. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. I drive and by it. Um, I, that's I not where you live? It, you don't don't live it looks like it's fucking the ground. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you don't uh, live in that building? I don't. I'm sorry. You're not in the ground fucking building. No. No. Okay. I mean, we're going to earn that explicit tag tonight, by God. fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally and on your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Birthday fucking that's <laughs> the house I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys know it. Uh-huh. I wish there was a good segue from this into sports, but there's not. So let's just dive right into the big story of the, the really the last two days, which is Ryan Braun getting suspended for the rest of the season and generally outing himself as a horrible person after lying horribly, sort of the Lance Armstrong of baseball at this point. I think the thing we're most happy about is that it happened to someone from Wisconsin. To Aaron Rodgers' best friend. So Are they really just, best friends? I, as far as we're concerned, yes. Yep, that's good. We're not well, it, you mentioned so. it on the podcast, so of course yeah. they are. Yeah, they're best yep. friends. Yep. That is kind of nice. They like sit in the Cialis tubs in the forest, even though you know they're, they're straight, obviously, but they just you know they hang out a lot. It's it's just a good feeling to have. So I mean, if you're walking in a meadow with your bud mm-hmm. and. You See a full bathtub, mm-hmm. two of them side by side. You get in that tub, right? Oh God, God, yes. Yep. Nice, throw some, uh, throw some footballs through some tires. Mm-hmm. Some tire <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Play a two-person tag. Slow yep. motion. Exactly. <laughs> Try to start a fire with a couple sticks. Yeah. I, yep. <laughs> get it. Every colloquialism, every little yeah. <laughs> symbolism for you know, not being I, able to, to get up your wiener. I think a lot of people were trying to, we're really struggling today to have an original and unique opinion about the Ryan Braun thing, but I think we've managed it. I think yeah. we're the only people who are going to talk about he and Aaron Rodgers sitting in Cialis tubs in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. forest. It's not well, a gay yeah. thing. Now there's anything wrong with it. They just like to hang out. They're yeah, friends. They just like camping. They're guys. You know, guys doing guy things in Wisconsin. I mean, I'm really happy that we're making fun of Aaron Rodgers, um, but we're just making fun of him because there's a slight reason to, right? There's not an oh, actual yeah. reason we, to be making fun of nah. him, right? Because he seems to be no, getting just, shit on a lot. It's just that it well, makes he, Wisconsin he, people yeah. sad. That's well, really all I care about. Well, Rodgers yeah. went all in on defending Braun when Braun was originally exonerated. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he had a series of tweets, basically, like, hashtag exonerated, you know, just... Mm-hmm went all in on the poor dude who mishandled the piss sample and Major League Baseball and all that crap and, like, the sports networks. And um, so he's he's been reminded of those tweets a lot in the last 36 hours. Yeah. And, you know, part of me kind of finds that admirable that, you know, somebody that'll stick up. I, I, th- yeah. I think it's a good thing when you stick up. You even stick when up you know for your guys. Yeah. You're yeah. If you, if you, even when you know your friends are wrong and you mm-hmm. still, like, stick up for him or your family or, you know, whoever, uh, you know, just fucking take it all the way to the grave, mm-hmm. all the way to the end, just stick up for him, even when you know. Clarence's real last name is Dahmer, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's very familiar with this. <laughs> yeah, he ate no, a couple male that's... prostitutes. Come on! But Let it go! At the, end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's Wisconsin people being sad, so I'm going to tease yeah. him about it as much as possible. That's I mean, I'm just saying, you got to stick up for your sports buddies. You, you do. Like, <laughs> yep. We all know that very quickly Clarence is going to be arrested pretty soon for something, right? I mean, he's going to be like pissing Who's... on the city council building or something. We need to defend Clarence. 
who has been talking to you? <laughs> I just, I just know it's gonna be happening. No, no fucking who? Who's been saying this? He's uh, he's looking out the window right now. <laughs> no, there's nobody there. Um, but when you are there, I'm gonna say, and you get off like um, found innocent. I'll be saying exonerated, Clarence. Yep. Exonerated. Yep. So proud of you. Yep. Even though I'll know you have done it. You know, that urinating was consensual. <laughs> We we say this, but I spend about thirty five percent of my day arguing with the three of you in some way on Twitter. So uh-huh. yeah. that's tit yanking. That's yeah, all tit between, yanking. Yeah, yeah, jug yanking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love trolling. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. Holly Mantooth had to jump in and defend me the other day. Well, that's the thing because I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah, that's that pretty, was nice. He he was being pretty mean to you. <laughs> I was starting to but feel bad about um, Didn't uh, Aaron Rodgers? Um, say something to somebody like, "I'll bet, I'll bet my year's salary." Yeah. He yes, he did. He did. He, uh, okay. If a tweet is legally binding, he owes that guy his 2012 salary. So, is he going to pay him off at all? Like, is there any? Is it? I doubt. Be... I really think that's a that's a legal uh, <laughs> thicket. I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to enter into. <laughs> but well, now somebody brought up a point that didn't he bet somebody a, like. Boys to Men or something about wearing a yes. San Francisco jersey or something, and he reneged on that, yes, crawfished on that bet, too. So yep. uh, he has a history of uh, of crawfishing on bets, He's which just in the Wild dingus. West, he'd been shot in the head. Yep. Um, There's a chance he might just be a dingus. I just, I, I, he could. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't be happier about that. I know. I, I generally, he seemed like a nice guy, which I've hated. Yeah, he seemed like you know a, a refreshing alternative to Brett Favre over there. He seemed like a likable mm-hmm. enough guy. He was a hell of a quarterback, but uh, yeah. obviously I've done some tit-yanking on the Packers myself um, on the internet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's a tiny little man. So he's got the short guy complex already, obviously. Five mm-hmm. Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon exactly. complex. Yep. Exactly. And, I mean, it's, I, I, I think he might, he might actually be kind of a dick. I, I just, no, it's it's possible. I'm just I'm saying that I might not be doing this all in vain. He might actually be kind of a dick. You said Am it on I, the podcast. It's got to be true now. Yeah, exactly. Am I wrong in saying that him and Ryan Braun kind of look alike with the kind of bulgy eyes? Kind of yeah, the big the big eyes. They're kind of almost not not really wall eyed, but they're they're kind of oh, yeah, they're kind of bulgy. And yeah, I mean yeah, actually that's a, I think that's a fair comparison. They're, they're both, they're both California like guys, aren't they? Braun, I thought like well, pretty Braun sure Braun's from, from California. Miami. I thought he was from Florida, but is he? He got like, that. That would explain a lot if he was from Florida. California guy through Florida could Fuck, be. I don't yeah, fuck it. We'll just say it. Yep, from- that's what happened. California through Florida. Yep. I do think well, how else would him and Aaron Rodgers know each other? Just from Milwaukee? I suppose it could be. I suppose it's possible. Probably we're in the same frat. <laughs> yes. frat thing. Yeah. <laughs> like an old yes. school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think it's nice, though, that there is not one. Have we seen the contrarian point of view that's, like, defended Ryan Braun yet? Because it sounds like every single person in the country hates his guts. Um, I think we're ready for one. I Even think, the yeah. Major League Baseball players are, are Yeah, hate. well, yeah. they're, they're basically fantastic. just, you know, quit ruining a good thing here, Ryan. I think they're kind of pissed off about that, too. Yeah. I, I did see one slightly contrarian viewpoint. Not really contrarian, but it was somebody who pointed out that Bartolo Colon is having a great year, and he got caught using steroids and mm-hmm. suspended for it, a positive test, and nobody seems to care about that too much. But when somebody really good like Ryan Braun does it, then everybody jumps on him and says, oh, this is terrible. But 
Bartolo Colon, who's 49 years old? It's not about steroids. It's about being an asshole. Yeah. Colon didn't go. He's been contrite when busted, I think. He just, you know. It also helps not be able to speak much English. That helps. But, yeah, he's 40 years old and having the best year of his career. And I believe, wasn't it 2010 he couldn't get a job because he was too fat? (laughs) And now he's uh, lighting up everybody and Oakland's in first place in their division, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing about Bartolo Colon and steroids. I mean, steroids aren't magic. They don't magically make you no. strong. They just make it easier for you to train often, which clearly mm-hmm. Bartolo Colon is not doing. No, he's he's a he's a heavy. They make still it easier guy. for you to recover. Yeah, which yeah. for pitching is a big deal. And, and if you're heavy, you know, it makes it easier for you to carry that weight and perform your job. Is that sure. a fair? Yeah, you got to carry that weight a long time. A long time, really Boy, long time. Bartolo, you've got to carry, really carry that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it's mostly about Ryan Braun being an asshole. I'm just saying I'm really thankful that everybody in the country agrees that Ryan Braun is an asshole. Yes. And if we can only get them to also agree that Wisconsin is a terrible, terrible place, then we can <laughs> shut this podcast down. <laughs> we really need to get, yeah, well, need to get well, Stan back here. We got him one <laughs> week too early. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great if we just agreed that yeah, Wisconsin just, oh, fuck them all. I just take my headphones off and... Set him down and walk away. Mm-hmm. Job's done. Yeah, go out on top, just like George Costanza. Yep, <laughs> I'm done. So I heard that um, A Rod might be the next uh, domino to fall. Is that right? Somebody was saying lifetime suspension for A Rod, which would be awesome. Well, I believe was it? Uh, it's TJ Quinn from ESPN who's been doing this reporting, and he's a solid reporter. And he said there's a lot more documentation on A Rod than there is than there was on Braun. So, so Erod is already a known confessed steroid user yeah, too. Yeah. So what do they what do they mean by documentation? It's the, the 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 creepy shady guy who I can't believe he's the only source for this info. I can't believe that this is you know it's a single source for all this uh, uh, new level of accusation. So, I, but I mean, obviously, Braun this curled up and hid the minute you know MLB came up to him with it. So. I assume uh, the documentation is somewhat legit, but it, it, I mean, it's this guy is. Why can't I remember the na- the name of the guy? It's, uh, Dave. Dave Biogenesis Junior. Dave Biogenesis. <laughs> Dave, yeah. Biogenesis. Dave, oh, Dave Biogenesis Junior is is oh. squeal, squealing and uh, great squealer. But yeah, uh, this document. I assume it's receipts. It's uh, you know log patient logs. And stuff like that. I mean, I thought, I thought, I thought maybe it was like a hidden camera or some shit. Like, what are you paying with a credit card? Well, it's fellas? Florida, so I mean, it could be, it could be anything. That's the shit that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if I if I found out the governor and the quarterback of the Miami Hurricanes football team were involved in the actual treatment, I wouldn't be at all surprised. It's Florida, yeah, it's Florida. No, of course not. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's one of our main tenets here. Don't be surprised by anything that happens in Florida. Yeah. Nope. I mean, yeah, this uh, place, Biogenesis, it's not like it's in, like, a nice, it's in a strip mall. Mm-hmm. It's, like, in a strip mall in, like, a Miami suburb. It's not like it's a nice clinic on the beach or something like that that's posh and tony, like a sandals resort. It's just a crappy strip mall, you know, office that these athletes were apparent, allegedly, obviously, going into and getting treated with, you know, space drugs to make them super 
good athletes and, and stuff. I like how we're saying allegedly, like somebody's going to listen to this podcast and sue us for slander. We're, we're, we're actually <laughs> doing better. We're doing better than at least half the people out there that are working well, for major oh, publications Jan- just by saying allegedly <laughs> and couching yeah, it have, in, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe five months ago I would have agreed with you, but after getting a, a vague legal threat from Drew fucking Pearson, <laughs> oh, now, I don't I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't even know, I don't even know what to do anymore. That I think was, you should uh, be proud. That's that what that was. Uh, I was proud. I was like an asshole. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Getting talked shit to by Drew Pearson on Twitter. Is like, come and get me, buddy. You can have everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, my fucking debt. How's that? Here yeah. you go. Here's Good my luck. Discover card bill. It's all yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh darn. Oh no, my O three Chevy Venture. It's all yours, Drew. I can have at her. I can Six out of seven of these kids are yours. You can even pick because they're about to rust off. <laughs> Um, okay, so how illegal are these drugs? Are they like actually illegal or just banned? I think banned. I don't. Okay. I don't. I mean, uh, who knows? Is human heart growth hormone actually illegal? I don't know because Cause, like certain steroids are legal for like people who are sick. Like, well, you know, what do you mean legal? Patients. You'd have to get a prescription for it. Yeah, but they're not illegal. Like black tar heroin is illegal. Or, you know, completely. Wait a minute. You black can tar get a prescription for that stuff if you not in sync. You know, don't worry. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, there's HGH for other things you know, that help medical issues. They're they're doing pretty yeah pretty good things. Because you with there's not been a um a person that plays like uh, rec league something that w- that is also a good writer that has like taken on the challenge of doing some of these steroids and you know trying to find out if they actually work and how they work and what they do. Like, all we hear about is professional athletes. I really want to know from, like, a regular person. Like, dude, I took these. Sounds like you just signed up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Do we have any uh, sponsorship money left? Yeah, we got, like... They haven't spent any, have we? Yeah, we haven't actually spent any of our $60 or whatever we have now. So how many many roids do you think I can get for $22? I assume many. Yeah, it's four. 17 roids. 17 roids. So I'll just take one a day for two and a half weeks. We'll see what happens. You've already used your balls, so you don't need those anymore. No, I don't Um, want them. I don't want them. Shake shrivel up. It's Uh, fucking annoying at this point. Yeah. Um, it's so hot down here. I keep sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I say, yeah, I say, you go for it. You use it up. Run with me. Um, See what happens. Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw that Deadspin article um, a couple years ago when AJ took a bunch of acid and tried to play like a video game, uh, video game baseball in uh, for the anniversary of that Doc Ellis guy who threw an actual no hitter on on I'm acid. Or, it'd be a very similar yep. thing to that, right? Um, yes. Get some regular uh, schmuck who lives in Dallas, who's like still thinks he's pretty good at baseball, or whatever. Give him a bunch of roids and let him see what happens. Yep, let's do this. I'm fine with that. I'm in. I, you, yeah. you just yeah. So I just got to get down to um, um, Dave Biogenesis's Dave office. Bi- Junior. Dave Biogenesis Junior. Yeah, his dad. You don't want to deal with his dad. His dad's an asshole. Yeah, no, of course not. It's cranky. He's on like his fourth wife. He hit the first three. He's just not a good guy at all. <laughs> so much rage. Yeah. <laughs> so much rage. Regina will leave him, too. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, you can just see it. She's Writing's on a wall. <laughs> Great legs, but yeah. Just not, not good. Never good choices for her. She came from a no. bad home. It's really sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never graduated from high school. <laughs> is this... Is this a George Jones song? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is every George Jones song. No, no, no. Never graduated from high school. <laughs> no. Burner. No. Burner. Nope. This is not the Virginia grand tour. Virginia's leaving soon. 
I don't know. That's the I said the grand tour just to make Clarence laugh because I know he knows Georgia Jones front and back, and I know that's yes, a great one. I do. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. That's. I need that's, another beer now. I can't. <laughs> that song. That's a heartbreaker. Oh. Oh, possum. Rest in peace, George. All right. Well, the reason I wanted to ask because I still, I think the biggest um, question most people still have is how much these things actually work, right? On the one hand, you think, well, they have to work pretty well because these guys keep risking their career, you know, to mm. get them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Baseball players are stupid. Who knows? Yeah, on the one uh, hand, you've got your Barry Bonds, who went from being one of the best players in baseball to basically superhuman. Mm-hmm. But on your other hand, if you read the Mitchell Report, there's a bunch of guys like Dan Serafini in there who were really never heard mm-hmm. from. Challen was on Chad there. Allen. Chad Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Challen. The homeless man's Rich Becker. <laughs> we should cover that one week on the podcast. Who is better, Chad Allen or Rich Becker? <laughs> we could probably get him on here to argue yeah. about it. Yep. There's yeah. no such thing as a Rich Becker. That's well. <laughs> but I mean, these guys wear those like titanium necklaces and shit. They're not smart. Who the hell knows if it works or not? It probably makes them jacked, but I don't know if it makes them any better at baseball. Yeah, the well, the evidence kind of, is the magnetic is... bracelets. Yeah, magnetic. Good for the spine balance. Yep. And the spine, I think. Yeah. Spine health. Idiots. Um, did you see uh, Bly Levin uh, is on record as saying he wants to ban them, just anybody who gets caught, just banned for life? I did, yeah. I heard about it. Well, I think that's idiotic. Right. I don't. Okay. Yeah, I. Banned for life seems a bit much. Gambling, well, I understand, but this, yeah, this I don't. That's know. way different. That's like you know, not even a sport anymore. Once that starts happening, but yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like Major League Baseball should um, supply a minor amount amount of roids to everybody who wants them. Let's create our own like Hamsterdam of Major League Baseball. No, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yep, a little bit. Like they all can do Andro, and it can only be it, you can only get like poked in the ass once a month or something. We gotta control this shit, John. Yeah, but anarchy right now. If what would control if, them that what would stop them them from doing it three times? Because uh, you get the download. If you control it, um, then you know exactly what supplements you're giving them. So then there's really gonna be no confusion on if they take something else outside of that, then you know that they did and then then you can ban them like crazy. No, that's so that's my point is what if Andro plus you know, X is just makes you hit bombs all day long. Then, but X is banned. So, what would stop them from still doing X? How how does that make it any better? Well, I just think everybody should be on roids. That's not a good so idea. You're, this is like the uh, legalizing marijuana of, yep. and then okay. forcing everybody to smoke marijuana constantly. <laughs> And then, and then also, okay. <laughs> so not only is it no longer going to be banned, it's going to be compulsory. It's required, yes. Best of the best. You know, uh, we've said some crazy things on this podcast, but that might be the craziest <laughs> of anything. And that includes Clarence's idea about allowing basketball players to go into the crowd to punch people. And that includes yeah, Brandon's idea them. about not get, letting defensemen have sticks in hockey. They get points if they punch people in the... Not just allowed, but it actually is encouraged. You get ex, you get three points if you punch them. 
a person. Those ideas are now in second place. (laughs) Tied for second place behind requiring steroid use in Major League Baseball. (laughs) Forcing it. Um, Okay, no, I don't think that, obviously, but I don't think, I don't know, there's got to be something to be done about this, right? Or do you just sort of let it keep happening the way it's happening and is it fine to you? Well, that's kind of what that's kind of actually the the same angle Bert's taken is: Are you just going to try to slam the fucking door on this thing and really get it under control and say, if you're caught, you are gone forever? Because that's one way of doing it, I guess. If that's your goal is to really get this under control, then you got to make the uh, the penalties so harsh that nobody will want to risk doing it. That's well, another doing it. Point is like so in football, this happens all the time, right? A guy gets caught. And then he is immediately like, oh, I took some supplement that I didn't know had that in it, I didn't know had this in it, and they always have to go and fight it, and it's never really clear whether it happened or not or whatever, right? So I'm saying if Major League Baseball, like, you can only take the supplements that they provide you, and then there's then you're really done with that part of the, it's like, you can do those supplements that we give you, and you can do, like, gummy vitamins, and that's it. Anything else, and then you can get caught, and then I'd have no sympathy for you, right? But I don't know, for some reason, you know, I don't know. That seems like it would require major advances in chemistry to properly test that the supplements that you took were on this list. Well, that's what they're doing right now. I'm just saying. Again, then if you take, what would stop you from taking supplements that are not on the list but give you a benefit? Because then you can do the crazy suspension if you get caught, right? We're saying, like, yes, we know some supplements aren't that bad for you, and they do help give you energy throughout the summer, yada, 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 right? We'll give you all the opportunity to take the greenies that we make for you in the clubhouse. We're going to give you a tiny bit of not-too-bad greenies. Well, I think that approach, I actually, if they can find supplements that are not bad for the players but help them improve, that's, I I actually, I don't see a problem with that. I really don't, because what the hell's the difference between that and Gatorade, or where where are we, where are we drawing the line? How do you... So, Brandon... I mean, they're illegal. What you're saying here, Brandon... What you're saying is you want baseball to become the methadone clinic of treatment. We're just going to give them a little bit, something that's like heroin. Maybe, maybe. I think that's a pretty good idea, John. Let's move on. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is how the Hunger Games started. This is how it all starts. Just I can see it now. It's just one step away. Oh, meanwhile, Von Miller, who is like the best defensive player for the Denver Broncos, who are a Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, favorite, I believe. They're the favorite in uh, Las Vegas. Is out the first four games of the year. And nobody's talking about that. Everyone's talking about yeah. Ryan Braun. Is it because yeah. there's NFL fans, which is, it's astonishing to say this, are more grown up about no. steroids? Because they're, they're no. I mean, NFL fans are barely human. I count myself among them. <laughs> but um, they seem to, it's just, they're just dust off the shoulder at this point when someone gets a four game suspension, no matter how big the name. So well, do, we, do we just not care, or is it just because baseball's got this, you know, 150-year history uh, and all these records that guys in tweed suits with elbow patches are really, you know, hip on? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I guess I just don't understand why, where that split comes from. 
Maybe it's because in football, ingesting steroids is not in the top 55 things that are most dangerous to your health about playing football. <laughs> you mean 300-pound guys running, you know, 5.04s, 40s, or is, uh, and then running into other people? Is, uh, yeah, it's so dangerous to begin with, like sacrificial lambs running yeah. out there. You go, I think we just sort of expect them, like, yeah, dude, you're taking whatever you can possibly take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to be dead by the time you're 47 anyway, so you just need to do, do that, what you got to do. That I mean, pretty scary out there. In baseball, it's like, what? why? Why are you doing <laughs> this to the game I like so much? My kids are watching you, you know? But by, like, week eight in the NFL, everybody in the league is like, well, I had three cortisone shots this week, and they shot me up with the horse tranquilizers, but those tend to wear off in the fourth quarter, so... You know, the fourth quarter is really tough for me to get through, and then I can't walk for three days after the game. And it's just like, geez. Yeah. Maybe that's why. John, speaking of bad ideas, wasn't there a guy who legitimately said a good way to um, get rid of violence in football was to take their helmets away and just have them run around without helmets? Yeah. I think a lot of people have said that, and that's not a better idea. That's the stupidest thing I've ever No, it's a horror. I think didn't a bunch of people die in football? Like in the yeah. before they had helmets? Mm-hmm. People yeah. were dying all the time. Three deaths. Well, seriously, they were they were mm-hmm. dying Teddy all Roosevelt the time. was gonna ban the sport because people kept dying. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean And they no. weighed hundred and forty seven pounds. That was like your offensive tackle was, you know, tiny. And they were dying. Yeah, Bronco Nagurski weighed hundred and fifty three pounds. I don't know if anybody knew yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. was still the largest man in the game. It's a terrible idea because I, I can vouch for that because I watch rugby sometimes, which obviously does not have helmets. And people regularly get kicked in the side of the head and wobble off the field. And yeah. they're, they're like, not oh. Australian, so they actually get hurt. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll be gone. He'll be gone for a good ten minutes. The announcers exactly. say ten minutes. That guy can't remember his name <laughs> right now, and that happens all the time. So I can't see how getting rid of the helmets is going to help anything. I just was, I wanted to point out a worse idea than my required steroids. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. If you want a worse idea, on. taking the sticks away from defensemen in no. hockey is much worse. But I'm telling you, idea, that, needs to be, that needs to be tested out. Yeah. They need to be tested out in the old East Coast Hockey League. Yep, four on four. In their fights. No sticks. Nice. No sticks, man. How did you actually name a minor hockey league? <laughs> I, went to, I went to a game one time. An ECHL game? Yeah, there were seriously like 40 fights. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. Clarence yeah. is just going to spend all year driving down to Des Moines to go to the <laughs> AHL games. Yeah, Charleston. Holy shit, breaking news. We have breaking breaking news, guys. We need like a sound. Joe Maurer has been scratched from the lineup. He is on his, a flight back to Minneapolis. His wife is in labor. No. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Our Here come the twins. Royal baby. Babies. Royal babies. They're expecting twins. Royal Twins. I heard that CNN talked about the Royal Baby for 75 minutes straight today, uninterrupted. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 75 minutes straight. It was a nice run, CNN. No. It, was, it, it wasn't really up was. until now. No, no, that's true. It was a nice it's run until 1994, run CNN. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, that's ex- exciting. Do we yeah. want to talk about Joe Maurer's children in any way? Do we want to guess at well, the names? Do you want to Joe, guess how many games yeah. he's when he's gone? I'm going to guess zero, but... Joe, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, don't say no right away. Just think this through. Clarence Maurer. <laughs> Clarence Maurer. Yeah. Just think, Old don't say no Mauer. right away. Yep. C. Maurer. C. Maurer. 
Um, let's see. He's going to give them completely vanilla Minnesota names, so it'll be yeah. Michael and Thomas. Michael and Thomas. Yeah. Won't one of them be named Jake? No, he's a, his, he doesn't like his brother. He's a kind of a jerk. Isn't his grandpa named Jake? His brother like Too swears. Fun. That's not a Too good example. One of them will be named Jake. Do we, know the, do we know the gender of the ch- children coming up here? I don't think they do. I don't know. We're so good at the gossip, guys. Yeah. We're really good. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> I have no idea. We're the dirty every 30 here. My understanding is that this reporting is exactly as good as CNN's reporting on the <laughs> Royal Baby. So. We can quickly say whether we think finding out the gender is better or not finding out good. the fathers that are on this podcast. Stu, yeah. find out or don't find out. Find out gender. so you can paint the goddamn room. Find out. And buy clothes. Jesus, you got to find out. It's expensive. <laughs> no fucking brainer. It's the easiest decision in the whole world. Yeah. You find out. Clarence, that, that settles that. Okay. Good. What do you think, Clarence? Oh God, he doesn't agree. I I've had both. Uh, I actually have done both, and uh, I was fine both ways. I really was. There, Which was there, better? There, oh God, his wife just walked into the room. No, uh, better. Um, I think I didn't know the first son. I didn't know, uh, and that was look. It just. I love my daughters. That's not at all what I'm saying, but I didn't know I was having a boy, and I had ha- already had a bunch of girls, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So that was probably the best at the top, like just like you know, it nearly dropped me right there, and I didn't know what was happening. But uh, also knowing beforehand, uh, that was actually kind of nice too, so you can plan and and uh, I can see the advantages. I don't have a strong opinion either way, which is odd for me because I have strong opinions on fucking. Everything. 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 Yeah. Down to everything, which is odd. So yeah, way too many things. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, so, I think you were trying to kick all men out of the delivery room earlier. I think that's legit. That is the... There's so many great advancements in uh, history in the last 50 years yep. um, in, in rights of everybody, but this somehow that this became a good thing that fathers are in the room. I don't know where the fuck this idea came from. We're just ornamental. No, you commies up there, you think this is just the greatest goddamn thing. We don't think and, it's the greatest uh, goddamn thing. No, you guys do. And oh, God, you're fucking... Me. No. I, you know where we belong is out, and they should allow smoking out yep. there, too. Smoking yep. cigarettes. Smoking um, pacing back and forth. We can be <laughs> out there and five seconds after it happens, then we'll run in. What the hell's the difference? We're not doing anybody any good in there anyways. Uh, it, everything was better. Back when people the get the man was just out there smoking and pacing back and forth, that was that was the peak, right there. And somehow we we think this is progress, and it's not. There's so many areas of progress that have happened. This just isn't one. Man, this is the best Rush Limbaugh impression I have ever. <laughs> See, heard. that's how, God damn it. That's how it comes off. Is that it's this misogynistic? Uh, but it's not. It's not where it's coming from. It's just. What good are you doing in there, anyways? And again, I I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but it's 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 just not it's not our call. It's if Mandy wanted me in there, some so guys, I was there. I I just Clarence, some guys. I, you got to go farther with this. The delivery process sucks for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. What we need to do is invent a machine that can grow and birth your fetus for you. <laughs> All right. So you just walk into the doctor and you're like, hey, we're ready to do this. Let's do this. And they're like, all right, cool. 
Go uh, do your thing in a cup and come back and uh, come back in a few months and your baby will be here. Done. I I got no argument. Right? That was perfect. <laughs> you should do that. It's like ordering a five guys. You know, you get your... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want about the same time guy. frame too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you specify, you know, all the different yeah. things you want on it. If you want the like small or the regular, and then they give you your number, and there's your number forty three, and they're on number nine. Somehow. Snack on peanuts for three months. <laughs> Make sure you get all so, the condiments. Get a thing of the malt vinegar for the fries because you need the oh, malt vinegar. God, it's so fucking good. We should talk about that too. I malt mean, vinegar. You guys are joking, but I just why is that a bigger thing? I don't know. Vinegar. God, that's doesn't make good. any goddamn sense. No, no, I don't like Canada. I think that's pretty well established. Isn't oh, of course, um, of course. But they got that one right. Oh they yeah, fucking nailed that one. Vinegar on French fries. Oh Jesus, malt vinegar on French fries is so good. Hey, I got a hot tip for you. Uh, yeah. Mall of America, Twin Cities Grill, vinegar, salt and vinegar French fries. Salt and vinegar Boom. French. Oh, the oh wow French fries. I would eat. Yeah. I would eat that a lot. My mouth yeah. is watering a lot. Right I know. Now. Just not. Oh yeah, that's good. We should do a live sport of there sometime. Do you think if we put on, like, the interwebs, like, if any, like, I assume there's people from bars who follow us, maybe, uh-huh. like, people who manage them or work at them, mm-hmm. they would about, like, sponsor, you know, us to, get, I mean, we got to haul out, I mean, by we, I mean, That's John I has to haul this. <laughs> I talk about it for years. That's all I would talk about is their bar, if they did something. Yeah. That's all I would do. I would yeah. just full-time. Yep. Do we know anybody who owns a bar closer than Phoenix, Arizona? No. Oh, um, I I know the 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 town hall tap. I know the. Uh, I actually think he, I think he is uh, running the uh, bowling alley that is open now. The town hall is it town hall lanes or whatever. Um, really? I, I know the I know the manager. Yes, I am friends with. I am, I'm legitimately friends with the manager. Real life, Bemidji real life friends. Seattle. Oh, yeah, I got Yeah. So yeah, that's in South Minneapolis. That's right. It's right by uh, Rand's place. I think. Perfect. So we could get him on the podcast a little more if we we should I should I, we should well, make this happen. This is on air production meeting, and we'll do that oh, up so until that. Parker and John Bonus and Aaron Gleeman open their bar, and then we can just yeah. go there. Oh, if they get, like around the right on the light rail line, then I could just I have no I, idea all I have to do is drive down to Big Lake, then and I can just hop on the light rail. John, <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting on the light rail. John. I know, we know, we know, but <laughs> that's uh, it. The light rail's <laughs> close to a lot of interstates, though, so it's you know easy enough for you to get to from your. Um, secret location. Yep. I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I, think I fully support that. it. And if you're listening to this right now, just hit us up on Twitter or something. If you really, you know, like if you like shit run just like a 
Bennigan's or something like that. We'll go there. I mean, we're not afraid of chicken bars. They got mozzarella sticks. They got mozzarella sticks. They got big buck hunter. If you ship in, they got sad divorcees. They got everything. Sad divorcees. Um, I want this podcast to get to the point that somebody's wife comes along to chaperone. <laughs> yeah, I think Mandy's Man- this happen. close, so it's, <laughs> that would be ideal. John. Oh. <laughs> Guys, do we have to at least touch on this Anthony Weiner thing? Um, can you actually <laughs> explain this Anthony just, Weiner thing? You just said touch and Weiner right away. Just I want yeah, to put that literally right next to each other because I actually have no idea what's going on with this story. Okay, I want I'll touch on this wiener, but I want us all to touch on this wiener once I touch it first. Okay. Again? Okay. Uh, yeah, let's keep doing. <laughs> you Stu, handle this wiener. Stu, you know a little bit about the wiener, right? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> so, let me um, tell you what I know. Okay. Uh, so, the wiener was um, in public office. Yes. Oh, this is good. And he was like the Paul Wellstone of New York, right? Just like this really loud mouth. I don't Democrat. think he had quite that populist streak. He was more of a, you know, just a, a savvy New York politician type. I don't know that he was a Wellstone. Mm-hmm. Now we're backtracking. He's more polarizing than anything. I don't think he was so that. Long, I don't think he was that polarizing. I just a guy. I think uh, he was popular, but I don't think he was like. I think that, I don't know. That's an apt comparison. But he was a dork. Yes, he is um, a, yeah, clearly a dork. <laughs> he weighs like 75 pounds. Yep. Um, really ugly looking dude. So not, not the news like man. two or three years ago, it came out that he was like, had reportedly sent a dick pic to some girl, right? I believe so, yeah. They had an so online, they were having an online relationship, I believe. An online relationship, he, had, he was sexting her. Is this guy um, married? Not, yes. Okay. He's married, yes. Um, so he resigns, um, and he kind of goes away for a while. His wife was like, I'm going to stay with him, whatever. So he just is, like, gone from the public eye for, like, a year or something. And then he comes back, and then just recently, and decides that he's going to run for mayor, mm-hmm. right, of New York. Mm-hmm. And he's doing actually pretty well. Like, people still kind of like him for whatever reason, just because, you know, it's a name that they, they, they know. Mm-hmm. And then... Word comes out that there is more revelations of more dick pics happening, so we yes. have to have. I don't a... know. If the, I, do, I don't know if this is post original scandal. If these are new dick pics, or if these they are, are new dick they're pics, new man. dick pics. They're new dick pics. Wow. Here's the crazy thing. So he goes away. He's gone for a while. He comes back. Uh, he's running for mayor. He has to have another press conference today, and he's like, "Some of these were from before I resigned, and I admit some of these are after I resigned." Right, mm-hmm. and his wife is still there, and they're in therapy now, or whatever. But I don't, I don't. Here's the thing that I'm wondering: is he he's screwing all these ladies too? Right? I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I I've I've not entered into the uh, sordid world of online sexting. Yeah, I just want to believe that nobody could be that big of a fucking loser <laughs> that they're gonna just send dick pics all over the place. Like, there's no benefit to that. For anybody, right? Is anybody happy to receive a dick pic? Um, I can't. You say... gotta say no. No, I, I probably not. What they are. Yeah, I mean, circumcised or. 
<laughs> I mean, it's more of a medical thing than a yeah. I just I, than anything I else at that point. I'm gonna need like, a little yeah. more info before making a concrete judgment on it. That but, looks like the building uh, in Dallas, though. Yeah, say. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's interesting looking. I I don't know. It's just I I guess I'll say I a tentative just, yes. But yeah, I I, I I can't. I don't. Know. I'm inside with Brandon on. It. Maybe do girls really like? No, no, <laughs> I could no. I I'm certain they don't. There's no way they can. It's impossible. It's they yeah. Ask for what? Kind of through it. Who they like? Like nice, eye, nice eyes and good cheekbones and hair and like you know, abs mm-hmm. and stuff. I just don't think they like a wee seeing the wiener. I don't think that's a big thing for them. That's you know, the aesthetics so. of it just don't seem. Do I don't know. I think we're putting a little too much thought into this that, for a sports oh, podcast. I put, no, no, I think we're putting the exact right amount. We're not a sports podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been with many hundreds of women, um, most, of them, <laughs> yeah. uh, most of them models in Europe. Yeah. And very Do few of them have Yeah, yeah, all the ones that you know um, I've slept with. Huh, nice all work. the models. Well, that's good uh, I've done them sure. all. But I think we all just sort of know that politicians are slime bags. Like, they're just sleazy, whatever, yeah. right? Yep. Everyone. But this dude also seems to be a combination uh, a slime bag and a loser, which is weird to me, right? Yes. Like, at least Bill Clinton Which makes him like, a perfect kid. New York mayor, because they've had some weird beards. I mean, Ed Koch, goofy bastard. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani was, like, sleeping at his, like, gay friend's house after his wife kicked him out and he was running like on a family values platform or something like that i mean it was yeah he was somehow cheating on his second wife with his third his third wife but while he was still married to his first wife or something something like, like that. that yeah and he was like yeah and he was staying at some somebody's house that would have been for a republican i mean obviously a new york republican is like a liberal democrat in minnesota that's yeah, but I mean, he yeah. was. But he was like staying in like a, like a gay couple's house, which was. But even that is makes sense to me. Like he's just a he's just a a politician, right? Mm-hmm. They're just gross. Yeah. But I just, why do you keep sending your dick to people? Nobody wants it, man. Yeah. I, I suppose. So confused. How so many confused. politicians have you like in your life, and would you like shook hands with and talked with and? What? No. None. How many politicians would I what? Have you met? Have you shook hands with? Have you personally interacted with? Uh, I'm a I'm a cool zero. Yeah, I think I'm at zero too. Rod Graham's came to my high school once and talked, but that was about it. I have what about I've met about the uh, half dozen maybe. Half dozen, eight, nine. Really? Yeah. Have you ever met Michelle Bachman? Uh, no, I have not. She's met your Michelle representative. Bachman. I know. I we, 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 oddly oh, enough, no. her and I don't travel in the same circles. It's <laughs> it's odd. So the sixth district is pretty big. As we, our most politically circle? experienced person, um, are they like, are they terrible? Uh, uh, Go ahead and say it. None of them are listening to this there, podcast. Uh, there's a chance that some of them aren't the best but there's which one specifically there's a chance that some of them aren't not the best let's get those lawsuits going nope no nope. i i it's just uh, i don't know i just wish that he would I, I don't want to see any of their wieners lady or male i don't want to see them 
No lady wieners? No lady wieners. We're taking a stand on this podcast. Yeah, it's just, We don't want to see your wieners. I don't want to see any clitoris. <laughs> Politicians of America. Penis. It's, just, it's just not a thing that I really want to see you. And I, I, do we know if these were invited? If like there, there was a relationship here? Uh, yeah, it was like in a series of a bunch of other texts that he had sent. Because if these were uninvited like sexts, that's a whole that's different, that, a that's, that, that's that, yeah, that's harassment. That's, he should face some yeah. charges for that. All right, here's the question I want to ask. We've, a, a few weeks ago, we named Steve Phillips as the biggest loser in the history of anything. Yep. Is this worse or better than Steve Phillips? I think we were calling Steve Phillips a loser because his paramour wasn't the most, you know, it's, it's I don't want to say. She looked like, she, she, she wasn't as attractive <laughs> as uh, like the Western standards of beauty hell. would she dictate. Wasn't as as <laughs> but I mean, but that's but again, that's and that's a dumb thing to <laughs> say. I mean, it's like oh, she yeah. she would have been hotter. That behavior would have been totally okay. Would have no, because it's not. You know, he blew up his marriage, and you know, and he blew it up. You, you, if, whether she's hot or not hot, I guess is, is irrelevant to the um, equation. Well. Some of the text messages he sent were pathetic. It was, yeah, it was the messages that were more like, oh, I just... So who's more pathetic in this situation? A Wiener so, or Phillips? Congressman Wiener or Steve Phillips? Uh, we know Steve basically just uh, just uh, masturbated in front of a girl, and that was an affair yes. for him, right? So that's really, really pathetic. The most pathetic. Because I don't care how much your wife and I, your wife and you don't get along. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. That was not a That was the slip. best Freudian slip in the history of this podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure you're still allowed to do that at home. You know what I mean? Like, that's the weirdest, most pathetic thing in the world. I feel like Anthony Weiner, I'm more confused right now than anything because we don't know exactly what happened. I kind of want him to come out publicly and be like, uh, yeah, I did nail all of these chicks, idiots. You know, that would make more sense to me. I would somehow respect him more. You're asking for honesty from a politician. I'm asking politicians to just be gross and not losers. <laughs> I can I'm... tolerate your disgusting behavior as long as you're honest about it. I still think Steve Phillips is the biggest loser in the history of the world. All right, so that's far. fair. So far. Yep. Um, let's see if we can segue. Let's see. Steve Phillips was a broadcaster. Clarence wanted to talk a little bit about after having Tom Kelly on the broadcast for a couple of days, which I think we all love because Tom Kelly is a Minnesotan treasure and a delight. Um, Clarence had a suggestion. Clarence is not here anymore. Oh, did we lose Clarence? Oh, oh yeah. We lost Clarence. Yeah. We well, sure did. That yep. just made my last 30 second speech completely idiotic. I know, I cut you off. So let me ask you really quick. We didn't talk about Guardy a whole lot last podcast. Is that right? Yep. Let's get to Guardy. So the thing that I'm a little bit confused about is I think we all pretty much agree that managers don't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, right? Like no one's coming in and turning this team, making this team 10 games better. Nobody's coming. Like if, uh, if John, if you ended up on the bench, you're not going to make him 10 games worse. Like, it is what it is for the most part, right? Yeah, I mean, clearly uh, they mean something. You'd rather have, say, Joe Madden than Dusty Baker. You'd rather have somebody who uses his bullpen effectively and 
that sort of thing. But other than that, no, it obviously matters nothing. And I would also say to Guardy's credit, there's probably a lot more. I mean, there is a lot more to managing than like the in-game stuff, right? I think that it's not that big of a of a um, you know contrarian point of view to say that he's like pretty bad at the in-game. You know, he's not great at managing bullpens, and you know doesn't use his closer enough, and lineups suck, and whatever else, right? So yeah. he's not very good at that. But but the one thing the one thing I will say about that is I don't have enough of a perspective to say whether he's good or bad because I don't know if he's better or worse than the, the traditional manager. You saw it last week with Terry Francona having a side-arming righty face Joe Maurer and Justin Morneau with the game on the line, which is the last thing you want to do. They had a lefty yeah. warmed up in the bullpen and he didn't didn't bring him in. And Terry right. Francona is a well-respected manager, so what I always wonder is, I see Garden Hire every day, and I think, well, that wasn't a good move, that wasn't a good move, that wasn't a good move. I just don't know if everybody, every fan in America feels the exact same way. Yeah, you're right. It's possible. Totally. Um, but I'm just saying, my point is, the in-game stuff is not everything. There's a lot more to it, right? But yes. My point of view with Guardy is, I've been listening to... Um, some talk radio, I, uh, uh, K-Fan, I can pull it up here in Dallas. And a lot of people keep saying, well, Garden Hire couldn't do anything about this team. Um, it's, the, it's the organization's fault. It's not his fault. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And it's confusing to me because I think he's part of the organization, isn't he? Yes, like, isn't he, yes, he is. one of the decision makers? So if Anthony Slama didn't get a shot, even though he was amazing in AAA... Isn't it possible that he could have been good and he's not good because Gardenhire didn't want him? Or isn't it possible that uh, Gardenhire wanted to keep up, uh, have the guys play through injuries that he probably they probably shouldn't have played through? I mean, I know he's got a seat at that table, right? I don't think any of, any of us know exactly what his decision-making power is, but I think it's pretty lame to just say that Ter- Terry Ryan makes 100% of these calls and Ron Gardenhire makes 0%. Like, yeah. I guarantee you he has a lot of say in this bullshit roster they've constructed for at least three years. It's obviously not one of us has any idea how much influence he has, but I, I do know that you can't you can't give him credit for the good times and absolve him of all blame for the bad times. Good times, no. bad times, you know, they've had their share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Did you just make that up right now? That was Led Zeppelin. I know. <laughs> I was just... Okay, sorry. Oh. Um... I don't know what that was. Um, so that's the thing that I'd also love, if any um, media members are listening, if you could ask that question when you're talking to, like, Terry Ryan or Roddenberry and hire next, I want I think that the fans would be interested to find out exactly how much pull he has, um, and that would probably make a more enlightened point of view from some of the, uh, some of the uh, rubes out there. Don't you think? I, I would like that information. Get on with the reporters. Speaking of beat reporters, I know you had, this is an actual segue, I know you had a pretty good rant worked up about Jerry Zagoda, who you were getting more and more frustrated with, Brandon. Yeah, I, I am getting frustrated with Mr. Zagoda. Um, do you guys, John, do you know him? I don't know Zagoda. I know that he covered the Timberwolves for a while, and then he was off the beat for 15 years or something like that. And then they put him back on, and I can't remember where he was before that. Okay, he, well, he's sort of a, does he go for hockey? I don't think so. Hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I'm I don't not know. sure where Jerry Zagoda was, but anyway. He's at the Strip, I know that. He's been, he's been at the Strip for a number of years. I'm not sure what he was covering, but 
He's sort of a basketball old timer that has become a basketball the basketball beat guy after Steve Ashburner, who was very good and I think fairly well loved. After Steve yeah. Ashburner left the paper, they brought Zagoda back to be the beat guy. I mean, I'm sure the dude is super friendly and I'd like to have a beer with him and whatever else, right? But I'm just saying right now he's coming off as like the biggest the biggest media homer in, of all the homers around here. And, and a lot of them are pretty bad, right? Um, all right. And I feel like most people who call somebody else a homer get immediately blamed as like these over-emotional idiots. Like I, I truly don't give a shit at all. I'm just saying he does a, a really poor job of like questioning Flip's decision-making. Um, and he defends him a lot, at least on Twitter, because I follow him. He defends him a lot to like other readers. People that are like, hey, why don't he do this? He goes, well, he's got a great point of view and you got to give him a chance and whatever. Like, you know, you don't work for Flip, right? Um, and I think the second biggest thing besides him being a homer is he's really um, condescendingly disparaging um, people uh, on Twitter um, for talking about, like, advanced statistics, which I think is, um, I don't know, like, some of these readers actually know the sport a lot better than he does, which makes them come up, uh, you know, there's this whole saying, like, you can be an asshole or you can be wrong, you can't be both. <laughs> um, and he's he's coming off like the wrong asshole right now um, with these um, advanced statistics. So I think I talked about this before, but we kind of went through this um, same statistical revolution with baseball like a decade ago or a half decade ago, you know, and there was a lot of um, um, arguing, right? Like either you're in or you're out. Like you get these statistics um, and the people who didn't were like really uh, looked down on, on those who did and yada, 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 right? Um and I think it's really, really obvious who won that argument. It was the people who, like, use their brain to think differently and whatever, you know? Like, it's yeah. obvious. And we're do- this exact thing is happening in basketball right now. Exactly. Like, to a T. And he is the guy that if there was a Fire Joe Morgan um, for basketball, he would be written up all the time as just not understanding um, some of these statistics that actually are way more important than he thinks. Um, so... I don't know, man. He's just he's he's coming off like a dinosaur right now who thinks that numbers are just like a fun little addition to his game write ups when actu- in actuality they're like the vast majority of uh of uh the game of basketball and you can measure like ninety five percent of it, right? Um so anyway, there's my rant. Now um, correct me if I'm wrong here a little bit, but my understanding of the so the so called advanced statistical thing in basketball was that people had a different viewpoint on what stats mattered. It's not like baseball uh, where there's a lot of ultimate zone rating and stuff that are sort of a little bit confusing and opaque to the outsider. It's a lot of stuff like, well, free throw rate actually matters and offensive rebound rate actually matters. And I, I, I realize that there's some sort of amalgamations of statistics like John Hollinger and the PER rating and stuff. I, I realize right. that those are out there. But my understanding was that there was a, it, it was a little bit like pitching in baseball, where finally people had started doing studies and and figured out, you know, the only thing the pitcher can control are walk strikeouts and home runs. That's really it. So let's yeah. measure them on those three things. My understanding was the basketball statistical revolution was a little bit like that, and saying, all right, here are the four things that matter, and everything else is just sort of noise. Is that true or is that not true? I'm not. No, I think. I think that's mostly true, and it's not even that difficult to figure out, so that's why his, like, 
disparagement of these readers um, seems a little even more confusing, you know? Um, it's not super complicated stuff. I think the issue is there are some guys on a... For years it was there are some guys on the court who maybe don't fill up the box score, but they are just really, really helpful to have on the court. Um, somebody like Akira Linko a few years ago um, may not have been as respected um, and as valued as he is now. But we have enough statistics, like you're talking about, with rates, um, with understanding how important um, not turning the ball over, with being able to measure how well your defender does while you're guarding him, with being able to measure over the course of the season your team is X amount better or worse when you're on and off the court. Now we understand guys like Kirilenko who aren't you know, going to be top five in any statistic statistical category, how valuable they are, right? So it's not like difficult shit like baseball was. Baseball was, even when I was getting into it, was like, oh my God, you're going to have to explain a lot of these things and how you're measuring them. And there's like way more math to it. Um, basketball is simpler in a way. Um, but I still think that there's this lingering feeling of like, yeah, but, you know, if you're the guy that passes it to the guy that passes it to him, you don't get the assist, so you don't count. It's not, you know, it's it's more about teamwork. And I just don't think that's true anymore. I think you can measure way more um, than originally um, was thought. Um, and I don't, I just don't think that he is on the train right now. And um, it's coming off as something in like five years from now. Some of his quotes are going to be, I mean, no one's going to give a shit in five years. No one even cares now. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a little embarrassing. So, you know, shape he, up, chair. He, he's not like Joe Morgan where he's actively anti-stat, though. He's not writing about it in the paper mm-hmm. or anything like that. This is right. This is mostly just on Twitter when people attack him with defensive efficiency or something. He says something stupid about that, right? He said uh, Corey Brewer's numbers haven't changed, but his game has. Well, that's just not true. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The numbers are 95% of the story. So basically what he's saying is Corey Brewer was on a better team in Denver than he was in Minnesota? Yeah, and, and uh, Krasinski said the same exact thing. And he wrote to me, and he was like, no, it's just the way he carries himself, man. It's like, dude, you could have said that. Tw- it's just like baseball. You could have said that 20 years ago, right? And nobody would have thought anything about it. Now we understand, like, no, that's actually bullshit. That doesn't make any sense. No smart organization actually thinks that is true, you know? Yeah. So it's just like we're getting there. But I'm just, I would love, you know who's great is um, uh, Jim Peterson, the uh, announcer. He actually is very good. I like him a lot. Yeah, that dude gets it. He's the best, man. He's so smart about that sort of stuff. He works into a broadcast, whatever. So he's he's actually a coach, too. He's a coach for the Lynx, so... Right. Yeah. He has an incentive to actually be good at this stuff. Yeah, that's really refreshing. And I think the other dudes will get there, but I'm just saying, like, I know, okay, I could be wrong, but I'm 95% sure that I know how this story is going to end. And it's going to end with the guys who know math winning. It always ends with the math guys winning. That's how it works, man. I'm trying to think of an example to refute that. When has math not won? Math wins. It has to win. Yeah, but... Do the mathematicians find love, Brandon? <laughs> As it turned I, out, it was all inside them all along. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's not that bad, man. I mean, there's way worse people here that I could, like, uh, rip on. But um, I hate July for sports, so I just had to find somebody to um, gripe about. And I do, I do have a gripe about him, so. Why do you hate July for sports? Because there's nothing going on. It's just it's baseball. The it's just baseball. 
well, just see. baseball. And when the Twins suck, as they have for, I swear to God, it feels like a decade, uh, it's worthless. There's nothing to talk about. If you guys like 57 different sports like me, that wouldn't be a real problem. Is this the heyday of um, alternative unpopular sports? Is this the month? <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, every day is the heyday of unpopular sports. Oh, that's sad. The World Series of Hialeah, I think, is... Yep, that's coming up. I'm looking forward to it. Francisco Vasquez is really going to make a run this year, I got a feeling. Why is it always going to be a Francisco Vasquez to you? I'm not sure. I'm not sure why... <laughs> Pull that out a lot. Because Hialeah is big in, like, Florida, have been Sidney Greenberg. It had to be... Francisco Vasquez. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Some sort of, yeah. You can't tell um, me you wouldn't watch High Life. It was on ESPN. I, the only High Life I've ever seen was in the credit sequence for Miami Vice. That's <laughs> the only time I've ever seen High Life. That's it. Canadian football's going on right now. Oh, great. Oh, we got some great cup action. It's with the Rough Riders versus the Rough Riders oh, every week, good. five times. Nice. I don't know if you guys oh. knew that every Canadian football team is required by law to be named the Rough Riders, but it's true. What about the Hamilton Tiger Cats? No, they're they're legally named the Hamilton Rough Riders. Okay. They call themselves the Tiger Cats to try to make it a little less confusing, but legally they have to call themselves the Rough Riders. Awesome. Does Medicine Hat have a team? I think they should. They really should. Remember when, in like the mid-90s, when briefly there were like 15 American teams in the CFL? That Does anybody else remember that? Yeah, I do. That didn't work for them. No. I'm so glad we got to... That Donald Trump on the team? That that was uh, that was the USFL. That was like the, oh, okay. that was like the New Jersey Generals, which he oddly enough ran into the ground like all of his other businesses. But, yeah, no kidding, fucking idiot. <laughs> the worst. You say that, but he's clearly done very well for himself with no actual talent. Uh, yeah, well, hundred million dollars will do that for you. Mm-hmm. Not caring about hurting other people is really uh, really makes things a lot easier on you. I'd rather be me than him. So and I'm me, and I know I know all of my flaws, and I'd still rather be me than him. And I suck. I'm I'm not good at much of anything, but I am a lot better than Donald Trump. Podcast has gotten very introspective. Yeah, hey, there's there's other things going we're on in July. We're like an early '70s Joni Mitchell album right now. <laughs> we're just kind of just feeling our feelings and you know letting go. I mean, last week you had the British Open going on. A couple weeks ago was Wimbledon going on. There's some stuff. I'm not saying it's the best month on the calendar or anything, but. It's the worst month on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Also, and where Brandon is, it's 115 fucking degrees. Yeah. All day. Every day. Dude, it's the worst. I found a cockroach in my house the other day. Uh, and But the cockroaches love it. So. Yeah, they, there, they're there, there is that. But. Well, we got through it. There you go. I'm out of things to, things to talk about, and I'm drunk now. So. <laughs> well, this is, this is what we call the golden hour for the podcast. Usually at this point, Clarence would be fairly drunk, and he'd just start saying stuff. And he'd probably pass out onto his computer. That's a chance of it. So. That actually could have happened. You look, you look pretty tired on the podcast tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Give him credit. He spent all day at a soccer camp with Mike Max or something like that, but he stuck it out and got back for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good people. Good people. All right, since we're out of things to talk about, we should probably wrap it up. Um, anybody else got anything else before we actually close her down? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I, Do we have any Summer League news that we want to talk about? Summer, NBA Summer, summer NBA League? NBA Summer League. That's still going on, right? It just I thought ended. since we have Brandon back this week, NBA. rather than you and I speculating on what the news might be. It ended yesterday. Oh. Yeah, it's over. Um, no, I had nothing to report. I think it's useless. 
Um, if anybody does well in the summer league, it doesn't mean anything. If they do poorly, that probably is a sign. And um, Shabazz did poorly. He sucks. And I still hate uh, Flip Saunders, and he's doing a terrible job, and I'm adopting the Philadelphia 76ers as my new team. You can't do that. You're stuck with this one. I think I can have a secondary team, right? You can kind of have a secondary team, but they have to remain secondary. Mm -hmm. At no point can you know more about their team than your current team. Shit. Um, Okay, well, I'm not renouncing the Wolves. They're still my team. Um, but I'm going to cheer very hard for the 76ers. This Wait year. a minute. My... Did Khan get a job with the 76ers, and that's why you're saying this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Why are the 76ers would... your team of all time? I would follow him to the ends of the earth. Well, Even his corduroy cor- suit. Those are a nice corduroy suit. Even his corduroy suit. Um, the 76ers are my team because they got a new, very stats-focused GM this year. Um, so that's it. That's the end of my story. No. Oh. Well, as long as I think the rules here are you have to watch more Minnesota games than you watch Philadelphia games. You have okay. to read Minnesota news before you read Philadelphia news in the morning. Okay. Okay. And they have to remain secondary in your mind. Am I allowed to have more Philly cheesesteaks than walleye sandwiches? I don't know why you'd want to do that because walleye sandwiches are delicious. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Well, we'll see where we're at in life. Um,. But it's good to have a secondary team that, like, I can actually be proud of cheering for, values-wise. Yeah, but you start going down that road, and you end up being a Packers fan instead of a Vikings fan, and nobody likes those people. Yikes. You're right. Gross. They're the worst. So, I'm Oof, just saying, it's eyes. a slippery slope. you got to be careful here. Oh, boy. It really is. I'll be careful. I will, guys. I promise to be careful. All right. Um, yeah, this is making less and less sense, so let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, um, thanks, guys. Uh, it you, recorded? Everything's fine? Buddy. So far, we haven't officially recorded it yet. Okay. We still could lose it. Okay. There's well, still time to lose it. Let's not do that. I did drive all the way down here. I know. I'm we impressed by that. We haven't recorded yet? Yeah. Yeah, this was all practice. We're going to start recording any minute as soon as Claire Dry gets rock? back. Okay, smart. So, <laughs> this will be a good one. Um... Like we say, thanks for listening. Uh, We're on the web. We're on Twitter. You can find us. It's not that hard. And we'll see you later. Thanks for following me, Aaron Gleeman. Love you, Chandler. Thanks for what? He follows me now on Twitter. He didn't follow you before? No, he didn't. Up until like this week? Until like a couple days ago. Aaron. That's okay. That is... I'm not not a good follow, necessarily. That's just not true. You have the most followers of any of us. I know. You have like 15,000 followers. I have 1,900 followers. That's a lot. That's like more than the rest of us put together. Oh, no, I try. And now you have Aaron Gleeman, so 1900 I got the Gleeman. So. Thank you, Aaron. About time, Aaron. I oh, I got white sauce, too. So. Okay. You just got everybody. Sorry. Now this is turning into a... Now this is turning into <laughs> a... I wish Glenn Perkins follows me. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> Bye, guys.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.